Welcome, listeners, to the next chapter of Southern Grimoire. I'm your host, K.D. Burr. From the start of civilization, humans have been fascinated with the heavens. Studying the skies, charting the paths of stars, and theorizing who, or what, created it all. Modern society is no less preoccupied with celestial bodies and events, and much like our ancestors before us, we are still trying to find answers for what we see. Are we alone in the universe? UFOs, or unidentified flying objects, have a history as long and complex as our own, with sightings spanning continents as well as centuries. The earliest known depictions of UFOs are carved into a mountainside in China's Hunan province. The carvings predate modern Homo sapiens and are estimated to be almost 50,000 years old. In ancient Egypt, a scroll written during the rule of Pharaoh Tutmos III details an unusual celestial event. One of the pharaoh's royal scribes wrote of a circle of fire that appeared in the sky. After some days had passed, the scroll reads, these things became more numerous in the skies than ever. They shine more in the sky than the brightness of the sun. Eventually, the circles ascended together up into the heavens. Even biblical texts include evidence of non-human life. Some believe that the Bible includes not only a UFO sighting, but a detailed extraterrestrial encounter. The prophet Ezekiel described strange vehicles coming from the sky and landing near a river in what is now present-day Iraq. While most Christians believe these biblical passages refer to angels, UFO enthusiasts have a differing opinion. Ezekiel vividly describes the winged creatures that emerged from the crafts. They had the form of men, but each had four faces. Their legs were straight, and the soles of their feet were like the soles of a calf's foot, and they sparkled like burnished bronze. Ezekiel goes on to describe the vehicles they arrived in. I saw a wheel upon the earth beside the living creatures, one for each of them. As for the appearance of the wheels and their construction, they were green and gleaming like chrysolite, like a wheel within a wheel, with spokes and rims full of eyes round about. What was Ezekiel describing? To a modern man, it certainly sounds like the glowing wheel could have been an aircraft. The eyes, running around the length of the rims, could have been lights, or even portholes. Whatever they were, Ezekiel's description of them is strange and compelling. Various records compiled in 4th century Italy document multiple ancient UFO sightings. In 216 BC, numerous objects that looked like ships appeared in the sky over Arpi, in 90 BC, just north of Rome, numerous people reported a golden globe falling to earth, where it lay for some time, shaking wildly. The globe suddenly folded outward, making an increase in size, 
and quickly ascended back into the sky. In Japan, in 1235 AD, General Yoritsume and his army observed an eerie and unexplainable celestial display. One man wrote that numerous lights in the sky suddenly appeared and were swinging, circling, and moving in loops. The general was stunned and ordered that a thorough investigation be conducted to find the source of the strange lights. The men could find nothing to explain what they had seen and eventually concluded that the winds must have been strong enough to move the stars. A rare book from 1493, now preserved in a French museum, contains what many think is the earliest European pictorial representation of a spacecraft. The illustration shows a cigar-shaped form, encircled by flames, in a bright blue sky. Strange accounts like this span the ages, with many documented sightings well into the 19th century. In fact, it was in the 19th century that the term flying saucer first appeared. In 1878, Texan John Martin was out in his fields when he saw a disc-shaped craft fly across the sky at what he called a wonderful speed. Martin described what he saw as a saucer, and his account was published in the Denison Daily Herald. What we know now as the modern age of flying saucers began with a man named Kenneth Arnold. Arnold was a skilled civilian pilot, and in June of 1947, he was searching the Cascade Mountains for a crashed transport plane. As he neared Mount Rainier, Arnold was overcome by a blinding flash of light. The source of the light left his hair standing on end. Nine brightly gleaming objects, the likes of which he had never seen, were swerving around the mountain peaks and coming together in various formations. Arnold described the objects as being flat like a pie pan and so shiny they reflected the sun like a mirror. It was Arnold's credible sighting that prompted the United States Air Force to begin investigating reported UFO sightings. One notable celestial event was witnessed by former President Jimmy Carter along with at least 20 others. In 1969, President Carter was visiting Leary, Georgia to give an address to the local Lions Club when a bright, spherical object appeared in the sky. The object was quite large and appeared to change color as it moved quickly and abnormally, zipping back and forth before finally disappearing. Carter wrote a detailed report of the sighting for the National Investigations Committee on Aerial Phenomena. There have been over 100,000 documented UFO sightings in the United States in the last 100 years, with countless other experiences going unreported. One such experience was witnessed by special effects makeup artist Antonia Martin. So the experience I had happened when I was about eight years old and it's definitely stuck with me like I can remember exactly what the campsite looked like that night I was out in the middle of nowhere with my parents and it was here in Michigan 
and uh, they went out for a midnight boat ride because the campground we were at was right on a lake. And as soon as they left, I heard them, so I came out of my tent to go sit by the fire for a little bit. And I was looking at the sky, just staring at the stars, when out of nowhere I saw something just shoot across the sky. And my first thought was, oh sweet, you know, it's a shooting star. Like, how often do you get to see that? And I never took my eyes off of it. It shot across the sky, it stopped, it slowly backtracked a little bit, and then shot back in the other direction. And I was just sitting there staring for a good 10-15 minutes, just in awe of what I just saw. And not until a few years later, when I started learning about the Roswell thing in school, did I start putting it together. Because at 8 years old, I had no clue about anything beyond this earth. But I knew that what I saw wasn't any sort of natural occurrence. I mean, I don't know what I saw, but it's not something that can be easily explained. It wasn't a plane, it wasn't a jet, it wasn't a satellite, it obviously wasn't a shooting star. So, I mean, I don't know what it was, but I saw something in the sky that night. Some sightings are not limited to disconcerting flashes of light in the sky. Some are much more terrifying. In Brazil, in July of 1947, surveyor Jose Higgins was working outside when he was startled by a loud, high-pitched sound. He looked up in time to see a large, metallic disc land near him. He watched in horror, rooted to the spot, as three figures emerged from the craft. He described them as being nearly seven feet tall with large eyes and slightly bulbous, bald heads. They were humanoid in shape, but with unproportionately long legs, wearing transparent suits of some kind. One of the figures used a stick to draw shapes in the dirt. They tried to lure Higgins onto the ship, but he turned and fled in fear. Five years later, in Flatwoods, West Virginia, a group of children saw what they thought was a meteor crash onto a hilltop. Tommy Heyer and brothers Fred and Edward May were eager to investigate. They were joined by the May's mother, Kathleen, two more local boys, and a National Guardsman. As they approached the hilltop, the group saw an enormous globe, smoking and emitting a static hissing noise. The area was thick with an acrid, pungent-smelling mist. After flashing a light around the vicinity, the group froze. There, in the tree line, was a huge figure, standing between 10 and 15 feet tall. They described the creature as having a blood-red face and glowing eyes, and once spotted, it began to glide toward them. The group fled the hilltop, screaming. Later on, the local sheriff and his deputy investigated the site. They discovered two skid marks leading to a large patch of flattened grass, as well as streaks of a thick, black, undetermined liquid. It was said that the entire hilltop was still enveloped by a strange, lingering odor. As discussed previously in the grimoire, there is something peculiar about Oklahoma. Whether it's paranormal activity, the presence of elusive cryptids, or numerous UFO sightings, 
The state and its surrounding area seems to be a magnet for the strange and eerie. This comes as no surprise to Tulsa resident, Western Doty, who went on the record to share his unique experiences. The first time I saw a UFO was with my father going down I-244. And it came across the sky, out of the clouds and back in the clouds. And we both saw it. The second time was when I was in Boulder, Colorado. And I was working at Kelly Moore Paints and we were standing in the back dock, me and this guy. And there was a UFOs hovering right there by a radio tower. And I felt this real strangeness. It was really strange. And um, I thought I wasn't seeing it, but I was. And my coworker stumbled back and, and kind of startled me. And then I looked back over and it was gone. But he had saw it too. I've seen a third one. Meteor shower with a, a model. We went to a field and I... Um, was on the phone with my friend Scott Mason I hung up and I looked up and I thought that was a star and I thought that's a weird star and then it moved closer and Ashley Zimmerman the model I was with was looking at it too commenting she goes that looks strange it came closer to us and then it lifted up came closer to us dropped back down came closer to us lifted up moved closer to us then dropped back down and then shot off straight. Well, it actually hooked and went right into space. It was a clear night. The shutter on my camera was open and I actually caught it, a photo of it. The way it started coming toward us actually scared me. For a brief second there, I thought, uh-oh. And when it shot off into space, I don't know. And then I still have this funny feeling that it's one of ours. It's not even alien. So I'm still working that through. But um, I believe there are aliens here. While researching sightings in the area, I was surprised at the vast number of experiences. More than enough to entertain an investigator for hours, if not days. It would take multiple episodes to cover them all, so I selected a few that I found intriguing and credible. The stretch of road along I-40 near Elk City, Oklahoma, to mile marker 126 just west of El Reno, is recognized as a hotspot for celestial phenomena. This particular area, near the Clinton-Sherman Air Force Base, is called Oklahoma's Area 51 by locals. Elk City seems to be the epicenter of activity, with everything from green fireballs and unusual lights to abnormally moving metallic crafts have been sighted. In Elk City, in October of 1997, a UFO was observed and recorded by local police. Local Jim Hickman also witnessed the anomaly, describing a large triangular object, twice as bright as the moon. At approximately 7.35 p.m., another UFO appeared above the original triangular object. Hickman reported, The original object did not move at all during this time. Both triangles went slowly west and disappeared over the horizon. A year later, in late February, a woman driving near the Air Force Base saw a huge, brilliant light skimming the treetops south of Clinton Lake. The light quickly moved upward and then traveled over the interstate at a great speed, eventually coming to hover directly over her truck. 
The light rotated and continued to fly along I-40. By the time the woman neared the small town of Canute, Oklahoma, the light had vanished. A more recent cluster of sightings occurred in Oklahoma's green country in October of 2015. Near East 71st Street and Broken Arrow, multiple witnesses described seeing a black, triangular-shaped craft with red and white lights. The craft was large and abnormally silent, hovering by the road before shooting off into the distance at a high rate of speed. Two other witnesses described seeing the same craft in Tulsa later that night. Three days after that particular incident, a Bartlesville resident saw a huge boomerang-shaped craft heading south towards Tulsa along Highway 75. Like the aforementioned sightings, this witness noticed the enormous craft was eerily silent as it traveled. A Tulsa native and UFO enthusiast who wished to remain anonymous doesn't need much convincing when it comes to extraterrestrial activity in this part of the state. An experience he had in childhood has kept him looking toward the skies for answers ever since. I have always been a believer of UFOs and aliens and those kind of things. You know, ever since I was a, a little kid, my grandma and I used to love watching those kind of shows, you know, like uh, Unsolved Mysteries and things like that late at night. So anyway, one night, my family and I are all hanging out at my grandma's house uh, here in Tulsa, and, uh, you know, we're just kind of listening to the noises of Bell's Amusement Park, watching the Zingo, and I notice these, uh, red and blue lights up in the sky kind of just going around after each other so i'm you know sitting here watching these things for a minute and i look over to my cousin who's laying there with me and i'm like hey you know what what's that and you know so eventually everyone's kind of kind of staring at these things and uh, we watched them for a couple minutes and eventually you know it just got down to one one red ball and one blue ball and then uh all of a sudden, the red ball went over on top of the blue ball and just kind of sat there for a moment. It split up into four balls that shot off in four different directions. And, and they were all just kind of kind of gone after that. I always look back at that and I'm like, yeah, you know, I think, I think that was a UFO. It, it, was, it was too clear of a summer night for, for it to have been any kind of lasers or anything. And, you know, I think that, that kind of just helped solidify my belief that, you know, there, there may be something out there. Are we alone in the universe? What are UFOs? And why are they so frequently sighted? Are their occupants benevolent? Are they just curious? Have they traveled light years to observe us? Or merely slipped through the gaps in time and space? Only time will tell. This week's episode of Southern Grimoire has been brought to you by Cryptid Crate. If you enjoy extraterrestrials, the paranormal, and the unexplained, check out Cryptid Crate, the first and only cryptozoology-themed monthly subscription box. Follow them on Instagram at Cryptid Crate for more information. That's all for this chapter of the Grimoire. For more information on UFOs and strange encounters, Find me on Instagram at Southern Grimoire 
or follow my Facebook page. Until next time, listeners, remember, there is no darkness that cannot be overcome by light. <laughs>